Today on the Italian radio show. Everything you don't want to know about Italian politics and elections. You think you got bad here in America? Forget about it. You got no idea how absurd politics are in Italy. Stick around to find out why. Coming right up on West Coast Italian Radio. Hello folks and welcome to the West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian Radio Show. My name is Tony Lestella, your host, and I'm here with a lovely, gorgeous, our one and only co-host directly from Italy. Here she is, Marzia Caputo. Buongiorno, ciao a tutti, ciao Tony. How you doing, Marzia? Great, how about you? I'm doing fantastic. Folks, today you're listening to us on KKNW here in the Greater Puget Sound area. Uh, although you can hear us anywhere around the world by going to our website at WCIR.biz. Just remember the acronym for WCIR, West Coast Italian Radio.biz. At the top of the page, you can click the button. You can stream our show live today, or you can listen to our show anytime, 24-7, plus any of our past broadcasts by going to our archive page, which is right there at that same button. Uh, click on today's show, share it with your friends, your neighbors throughout the week, or listen to any of our past shows. We've got some great past shows with some fantastic guests. Again, today uh, we are broadcasting live at KKNW 1150 AM. And if you'd like to be a part of today's show, you can call us up on our studio line at 425-373-5527. 425-373-5527. You know, Marcia, I think it's time that we got to get right into this stuff today, you know, uh, right. without wasting any time. I mean, today's show is all going to be about Italian politics. For the last four years, and ongoing, everybody's so caught up in this country about politics. In this country, we're talking here in America. Everybody's so caught up in America about politics. And Americans don't know how good they got it here. I don't care who, I don't care if you love or hate Donald Trump. I don't care if you love or hate Joe Biden. We got it so good here compared to Italy. I mean, right. just an idea. In Italy, over the last 70 years, They've had 65 different governments. Come on. Right. I mean. I know. Everyone unbelievable, unbelievable, isn't it? All right. So, you know, we thought it would be fun then, you know, just to show the Americans how good they got it. We're going to, the, today's entire show is going to be dedicated to political, uh, the, the politics, the hilarious uh, <laughs> and incredible things that go on with politics in Italy and the elections right. there. Um, I think we should probably, just to get started on this, uh, March, you know, let's just go right in and talk about, you know, um, some of the oddest moments. This is our Italian news segment here. Um, and this comes to us from the uh, Italian newspaper Politico. Uh-huh. Let's talk about some of the oddest and, and just bizarre election occurrences that actually happened in Italy, right? Right. All right, first of all, tell our listeners who Berlusconi is. Well, Berlusconi, he is Forza Italia. He believes in a strength Italia. He's a famous, uh, uh, he's the rich man of Italy, honestly, because he owned the, all the channel of uh, Italian TV, like uh, Rete 4, Canale 5, Italia 1, that a famous channel that we have in Italy, he owned that. So he's the famous rich guy that he decided to open his own political, his own party, and uh, he felt too. Let's, let's well, basically, this guy is big money in Italy. He's basically right. financed 
one of these big Italian parties, okay, these big Italian right. political parties. But however, he cannot be, you know, he can actually not be the prime minister because he's been convicted no. so many times of tax fraud. Mind you, he's still out there backing all the political parties and backing the guy he wants to be prime minister. But he, I mean, at least, at least out in, in Italy, they're they're upfront about their corrupt politicians. They don't try to hide it. The guy says, "Yeah, I've been convicted of tax fraud. So what? I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep, you know, pushing the next politician." No, that's the thing in Italy. When you are a politician, that's it. You're never going to get out. Berlusconi is not known for being what you would call um, politically what? correct. Recently, when he was shaking the hand of a BBC television reporter, he said to her, your handshake is too strong. No one's going to marry you. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, come on, right? Can you I imagine, know. can you imagine someone say that, a politician in this country? It would be on like every newspaper, right? Oh, yes. Well, he's always in news, so it's not shocking for me. <laughs> All right, another guy, tell us about this other guy, okay? Which another one? famous Italian politician, Matteo Renzi. <laughs> Oh, Renzi is another one, really good one. It's him. It's uh, He talked a lot, uh, less fact, let's say like that too. He promised other things to people, same thing, and they didn't do nothing, nothing. That's what that's probably it is. Everybody speak all the things, you bought them, and then they disappear, they do something else, completely different. So basically he runs on the Democratic Party right. uh, in Italy, which, by the way, folks, you got all these parties. It's not like a two-party system there. You got the Democrats, you got the Socialists, right. you got the uh, the Nazis, you got the right. um, Communists. The Lego all Lord, these different parties. And they all get in power, okay? Right. Uh, but, it, but basically, as a true politician, he, um, you know, he, he runs on these outrageous claims he's going to do something, and he does nothing. Uh, no surprise there. All right, mm-hmm. let's keep on going. Now we got another one called Meloni. Who's Meloni? Right. I know well, it says Meloni and her fake guitar. Mm-hmm. So it's obviously a lady. Probably, so Meloni yes. has, she's trying to soften her image. I guess she's, she's like a hardcore, you know, uh, uh, a politician there, and got a bad uh, reputation for being so tough. So she's oh. trying to soften her image by being photographed, you know, holding a guitar. <laughs> Obviously, this woman never heard of anything called heavy metal. All right, so let's move right on here. Okay, says okay. bring your own Salvini. I'm almost afraid to ask what a Salvini is. I know this is a family show, but it says, win your own Salvini. So what are we talking about? Hey, I love Salvini. Because the only one who want to do something, but of course, Italy, the the political people, the block is, um, uh, how you can say, throwing his stick on his legs to do anything. Because they know they're going to take less Oh, money. my God. You mean Italy is involved in <laughs> censorship? My, I've never heard anything in the United States about yeah, censorship. Yeah. You know, jeez, we should post this on Facebook. <laughs> Last but not least, we have Di Maio, Luigi Di Maio. So his full campaign movement is based yeah. upon you got to look good and dress well, okay? Yeah. So what he basically does, he looks good, he dresses well, and folks – you gotta elect, elect me because I look good. I dress well. He has this huge thing going on social media. God bless the Italian politicians yep. because at least there, the politics are honest. Well, they're not honest, they're, but at yeah. least they're upfront about being dishonest. Whereas here, they're trying to show the, uh, forget about it. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. All right. That's right.
So let's move on. One last thing here. We came up with a, a little bit of a parody song that we'd like to uh, share with everybody. Uh, this particular thing we figured, our song of the week, it's a parody called La Canzone di Politici, Politici d'Italia, okay, by Sergio Giofrida. Uh, now, of course, okay. it's going to be funny for our uh, people who speak Italian to listen to the show because it's in Italian. I can explain a little bit. Okay, tell them what it's about. So first of all, I want to say, JX is the singer, okay? He's the famous singer in Italian. He's a rap singer. Right. And who write this, that he make this mix, is Sergio. Um, it's a canzone estiva dedicata ai politici. It means dedicated to politicians. It's uh, the song dedicated to them. So what are you going to see this part? What are you going to hear? You're going to hear talking. The first one is Berlusconi. All the promises say, we will have uh, um, shall, less unemployment. We will have... Less drug, less criminal, less taxes. And then after that, you hear JX, the singer, they say, Che balla, che balla, che balla. What does it mean, che balla, che balla, che balla? Oh, lie, lie, lie. <laughs> so, and then a when good I... theme song for a politician. Lies, lies, lies. lies All right, lies. folks, here it is. The Canzone di Politici d'Italia. Meno disoccupazione, meno inquinamento, meno droga. Meno criminalità, meno corruzione, meno tasse. Che balla, che balla, che balla. Più lavoro per i giovani, più solidarietà verso i deboli, più amore per gli anziani, più rispetto per l'ambiente, più ordine e sicurezza, più efficienza nei servizi. Che balla, che balla, che balla. Il completamento dell'autostrada Salerno-Reggio Calabria. Che balla, che balla, che balla. Entro dicembre... Sarà pronto il progetto esecutivo del ponte sullo stretto di Messina. Facendo credo un gesto di coraggio, ma anche di dignità, io ho detto che se perdo il referendum non è soltanto che vado a casa, ma smetto di far politica. E sulla benzina bisogna far pulito, ma le sembra normale che si paghi l'accise, la la, diciamo... L'aumento della benzina per la guerra d'Etiopia. Oh! Che balla, che balla, che balla. Entro l'anno noi andiamo a razionalizzare, che vuol dire a pulire, a decurtare, a eliminare tutte ste voci ridicole. Oh! Che balla, che balla, che balla. Tagliare, non possiamo avere la benzina più cara d'Europa perché significa avere il costo della vita più cara d'Europa. Che balla, che balla. Il 13 dicembre noi lanciamo il Firma Day. Anche io sarò ai banchetti a raccogliere le firme. Fuori dall'euro, fuori dall'euro. Io le dico che il Movimento 5 Stelle non ha nessun interesse ad uscire dall'euro. Con la Lega nessuno mai, un'alleanza. Con la Lega 10 scampi. Per me qualsiasi discorso con la Lega si chiude qui. Che balla, che balla, che balla. 
Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. The owner of a local liquor store told me to forget the flavors, so I make only vodka-flavored vodka, smooth and gluten-free. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Find out the latest about your favorite shows on Alternative Talk 1150. Check out 1150kknw.com. All right, folks, and we are back with West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian radio show. Now, Marcia, it's time for my favorite segment, okay? Right. I mean, oh, me, I love to eat, I love to drink, I'm Italian, you're Italian, this is in our culture, right? So, first of all, we want to tell everybody that this next, next segment is brought to you by our great sponsor, Tito's Handmade Vodka from Austin, Texas. They are so special, so... Folks, whenever you're planning something and you want a great drink for your parties, for your gatherings, make sure you check out Tito's. Now, interestingly, Marcia, today's show is all right. about politics, right? Specifically, right. we're talking about Italian politics and how how good they got it here in America when you compare it with the politics in Italy. Right. One of the things, of course, that's constantly in the news, has been in the news for decades and decades, is marijuana. Whether marijuana should be legalized, where it's legalized, where it's not legal, then when it is legalized, how they're regulated and everything, right? Right. So right. you found you found this great segment. You got to tell people about this segment. Okay, it's funny. This you can find on YouTube this channel, and they call Bong Appetite. Okay. Bong Bong appetit. Bong appetit. Appetit. So you understand a bong? What is? Yes, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a bong, right? But they try to play like a bon appetit. So it's funny over there just to see that. Anyway, and this uh, YouTube um, show is, is hilarious because they find all those chefs that cook uh, all different menu food and they use what? Weed. So exactly. she's Italian. Cannabis, you're right. She's a grandma, a nonna. An Italian grandma. Let's tell folks, how old is she? I'm not sure. She's 91 years old. Oh, you good. You got it better. 91 years. And she actually calls herself Nona Marijuana. <laughs> nonna Marijuana, yes. Nona Marijuana, okay? That is true. So she's going to tell us here. She's going to tell us about all of her skills of uh, putting marijuana and cannabis in her Italian recipes. One of her signature dishes, uh, Marcy, is a dish called chicken pot chicory. <laughs> right. Right. All right. That's here you go. <laughs> Hi, 
Hello, my darlings, this is Donna Marijuana, responding to some comments that I've been receiving since Bon Appetit, and today I will attempt to answer. I have one here from Louv. How is Grandma? She is a hero. Well, not quite a hero, my dear, but I am doing very well, and I am now 92, still cooking with marijuana for those of you who need it. This one from Hudrick. Grandma knows her stuff. I'm a poet and don't even know it. Very funny lady. LOL. Well, LOL to you. Lots of love to you, and thank you for your comment. I am going to add an ingredient, and I like to call it nature's medicinal leaf. You can call it marijuana. Colton Larson. I do not get high on my own supply. LOL, Grandma Scarface. No, I don't. I don't get high on any kind of a supply. 38 years ago, I did. I inhaled once. I slept for over 12 hours. And so it's it's not for me. I don't like the taste of it. I don't like what it does for me. However, if you need it, by God, go ahead and use it. This is from Tony Tran. I'm eating McDonald's. Oh, good God, Tony, you should know better than that. For God's sakes, I'm eating at McDonald's while drinking beer and smoking a blunt, tripping out that she's 91. Well, sweet lips, I'm 92 now. And if you want to live to be 92, you had better quit McDonald's and any of the fast foods. Sorry, Big Mac, you're not for me. Christopher Leon, pot is bad. Pot makes you lazy and kills nerve cells. Oh, wake up, Christopher, for crying out loud. Grow up. Keep away from the drugs that the pharmaceutical companies would like you to try. Stay with the marijuana and you'll live long, and that's enough from you. And if I were president, what a country this would be. First of all, I'd get, well, I better not go into that because I don't want the CIA, the DEO, the ABC, FGAs coming knocking on my door. And they will, but I could care less. Herb, LOL, I think at the end he was trying to signal he had too much haha, special ingredient. <laughs> what are you, are you kidding me? You think he had too much? You have no idea. You gotta quit eating that stuff. It's beginning to affect you already. Oh, no. Nico, too much wheat in the gnocchi. What in the world are you talking about? Potatoes and flour, but it's nice to hear your opinion. You've worked me up to a sweat with these mash- <laughs> with mashing the potatoes. Francisco Alberto Alvarez Castana, what a musical name! Is that Grandma into him or what? Are you kidding? For crying out loud, Francisco, grow up! There is a reason why she is ninety-one. Yes, because I've always kept good thoughts. And I've always worked with marijuana since the 70s, and that keeps me happy to know that I'm doing something positive for people who really need it because of their illness. Nona, dove sei stato tutto questo tempo? Oh, you are Italian. Where have I been all this time? But I'm so glad that you enjoyed it. Thank you. Let me help you out of your chair, Grandma. I bet I can beat you out of a chair faster than you can blink an eye. Now you know what it's like to be a real cook. The fact that this nice grandmother would be considered a criminal is just really absurd. Thank you, love. Will you visit me when I go to jail? And bring me some marijuana, would you? Then I will use it. I'll need it in there. Happy days, happy cooking, happy marijuana. Ciao to all of you. Mm
All right. Well, you got to admit that that was pretty funny. I mean, you know, if, yes, I, if my Italian grandmother cooked with marijuana, the whole family would have turned out different. Trust me. But it's so fun. You see how instead to use the lora, the spicy, and he put it around the leaves of weed yeah, exactly. all around. I mean, it's like. I know. Like so happy, those grandma. I don't understand. It, explains why they're happy. Amen. Well, you know, another thing that's in the news a lot, we're talking about politics mm -hmm. and, uh, right. is the quarantine. The quarantine right. all over the world, driving people nuts. Uh, all right? Yes, we so do. we found a song. Unfortunately, we found this online. We, the singer and the creator is unknown, but it's very, very fun. You can actually find it on YouTube. It's called Canzoni di Quarantino d'Italia which is the song of the quarantine of Italy. So here you go. This is a good one. Everybody listen up, and please don't interrupt me. I'm going to tell you what you got to do to keep up from going crazy. We are in a quarantine, the Kessikama COVID-19, but the time machine will pass Just to do the best you can and no be a pain in the ass. Hey, mama, let's all drink some wine. Hey, mama, everything will be just fine. Everybody capisce? All we do is sit at home and making the breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I'ma give you a little advice just in case you're a beginner. If you make it a macaroni, ricatoni, cannelloni, and you never leave at the table, you will gain a 300 pounds and to walk you won't be able. Hey, mama, let's all drink some wine. Hey, mama, it's gonna be just fine. The way I see it, everybody thinks they have it so bad. Mamma mia, they have no idea how bad it could really be. I remember my mama say, always make the right decision. When it's time to get married, make your choice with precision. You better hope that she can cook and that she is Italiana. You better not make a big mistake and come home without putana. You could have an ugly wife, terrible kids, a horrible life, and a mother-in-law who hates you. But don't forget, it could be worse. You could be riding in a hearse. Hey, mama, let's all drink some wine. Hey, mama, it's gonna be just fine. Hey, mama, just to sing and laugh and dance. Enjoy the life you got, because you won't get a second chance. Enjoy the life you got, because you won't get a second chance. Enjoy the life you got, because you won't get another chance. And there you go, folks. Canzoni di Quarantino d'Italia, the Italian quarantine song. Singer and creator unknown, but have a lot of fun with it. Uh, don't go away. We're going to be right back. After this quick word from our sponsors with some more absurd Italian politics and elections coming right up on West Coast 
Italian Radio. Hi, I'm Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. When I got into this business, I used to make flavored vodka infusions for my friends as gifts. When I started to make a go of it, the owner of a local liquor store showed me the dust on some flavored vodka bottles that sat on the shelves. He said, if you can make a straight vodka so smooth that you could drink it just by itself, then you'd really have something. So I did. And now all these years later, we still only make one flavor, vodka flavored vodka. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas, titosvodka.com. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio com for recipes or to find a store near you. Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. PFI's service area includes the greater Puget Sound region and Portland, Oregon. Situated in North Kent, PFI has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. All right, folks, we are back with the West Coast Italian Radio Network, bringing you the Italian Radio Show. I am Tony Lestola, your host, with my co-host, the lovely Marcia Caputo. Marcia, you know, we had a very special guest today, I got to tell you, okay? So okay. our whole show, uh, for those of you who are just tuning in, we're talking all about Italian politics, Italian elections, right. Uh, and the whole idea here, you know, we've heard so much stuff here in America lately about the American political right. system elections, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, our people here don't know how good they got it compared to what's going on in Italy when it comes to politics and right. elections. What better way? We got a great comedian, John Oliver, who is a British comedian, has a very, very popular HBO show who basically uh, discusses Italian elections and Italian politics, like no one else you've ever heard discuss them. Here you go. Italy, the country that gave us spaghetti, the Colosseum, and in a roundabout way, the guy who played turtle. So, it's a rich tapestry, that's basically what I'm saying. Now, Italy is holding an election next Sunday to select a new parliament and eventually a new prime minister. And you're probably thinking at this point, I don't even know who Italy's current prime minister is. I assumed it was just a Vespa in a tank top. Well, don't, don't be too hard on yourself. There, there has been a lot of them. This will actually be Italy's 65th government in just over 70 years. So at that rate, it's probably hard for Italians to remember who their leader is. Uh, for the record, it's this man. Uh, also, for the record, it's not that man. I just typed Italian man into a stock image site, and he is what came up. But this election is coming at a pivotal time for Italy, and the run-up to it has been toxic. 
Italy is seeing a rise in political violence ahead of its national elections on March 4th. On Thursday, riot-equipped police fired water cannons and tear gas as they clashed with far-left protesters marching against a nearby neo-fascist rally. Over the past month, there have been series of political motivated stabbings and beatings in some Italian cities. It's true. Italy is in turmoil and is dabbling with fascism, and that should worry everyone. Because the last time they did that, they wound up with Mussolini, the, to put it nicely, Turner to Hitler's hooch. And, and sadly, the conditions are ripe for fascism to flourish there. Italy is Europe's third largest economy, yet its public debt is 130% of GDP. For context, that's second only to Greece. And the Bank of Greece is currently just a goat dancing around an open fire. <laughs> Meanwhile, unemployment is high and politicians have been stoking anti-immigrant sentiments as more than 600,000 migrants have landed on Italian shores in the last four years. And on top of all of this, Italy is facing the same problem that has plagued American elections. Patrizio Nisirio is a senior editor at ANSA, Italy's leading news agency. He says fake news is exploding across Europe. It's such a danger that, you know, figures like Pope Francis warned the press not to spread, you know, what he, he actually made a very strong uh, parallel between a thesis and this kind of news. That's true. The Pope reportedly said fake news is like getting sexually aroused by feces. It truly is a magical time to be alive. So it seems yet again... A large European country is teetering on the edge of chaos. And because of that, it is worth looking at the Italian election because everything about it is fascinating. And let's begin with the key figures. First, former Prime Minister Matteo Renzi. He is a centrist and he had to resign dramatically after making a bold attempt to reform Italy's political system, a referendum that did not go well for him. I lost and I said loud and clear, even if I have a lump in my throat, I wasn't able to win. Long live Italy and good luck to all of us. Wow, that is ominous. That's like a pilot coming on over the loudspeaker and saying, well folks, looks like old Captain Doug came up short this time. Anyway, sit back, relax and good luck to all of us. And I would say that that was Renzi's most humiliating defeat, but that honour really has to go to his actual appearance in the 90s on Italy's Wheel of Fortune. Renzi is attempting a comeback, but he's going to be facing an uphill battle as Italy is experiencing a wave of anti-establishment sentiment, and that is entirely understandable. The country has well-documented problems with corruption, and their government is famously gridlocked. And one of the most interesting parties attempting to harness this anger is called Five Star. It started just eight years ago in a very unusual way. He comes onto stage like a rock star. Beppe Grillo, comedian-turned-fire-breathing, curse-flinging critic of the status quo. Grillo founded his so-called five-star movement, first railing on his blog and more recently in piazzas across the country against sky-high taxes, Italy's legendary red tape, corrupt politicians, greedy businessmen and lazy bureaucrats. That's right. Five Star was started by a comedian who organized demonstrations called Vafanculo Day. Hallmark should really take that concept and run with it, because I can think of a lot of people I would like to send a card to. Now, Grillo has since stepped away from the party, 
And Five Star's candidate is 31-year-old Luigi Di Maio. And I would argue that 31 is a little young to be the leader of a major European nation. To give you some perspective on that, Di Maio is one year younger than Frankie Muniz. And I do not want him running Italy. I don't even want him running his own Twitter account, because two days ago he tweeted, I have a toothache. Come on, Frankie, sell your brand. Do better, boy. Now, next, there is the League. It's a, a far-right party led by Matteo Salvini, who incredibly, like Renzi, also appeared on an Italian game show. <laughs> Not just as a 12-year-old child, but also later again when he was 20, answering trivia questions and racing around with boxes on his feet. And I do hope that you enjoyed those clips, because that is as likeable as Salvini gets. He has grown up into a truly poisonous politician. He compared the female Speaker of the House to an inflatable sex doll. Uh, he's taken a hard line on immigration, saying out-of-control immigration leads to drug dealing, rape, theft and violence. And he has trafficked in some pretty alarming rhetoric. There's a need for a mass cleaning, even in Italy. From one street to the next, from one neighborhood to the next, town square to town square, with strong methods if necessary. Wow. A mass cleaning with strong methods. He sounds like a fascist Mary Poppins, so basically, Mary Poppins. And, and the frightening thing is, not all Italian voters are concerned by Salvini. One told the New York Times, I like him because he puts Italians first, and I guess he's a fascist too, what can you do? To which the obvious answer is, don't vote for him, that's literally the only thing you should do. And if you think at this point, wait, I think I know someone who might really hit it off with this guy. Well, don't worry, of course they've met. Of course they have. Oh, I'm sorry, you thought maybe Trump would not pop up in this story? Think again, he is truly the Forrest Gump of human misery. <laughs> but this is, this is true. Salvini met with Trump during the 2016 campaign and Trump reportedly told Salvini that he hoped he would become Prime Minister of Italy soon. And I hope sincerely that that does not happen, because Salvini's tone has attracted some nasty followers. Just look at what happened earlier this month. A far-right supporter in central Italy is accused of opening fire on African migrants on Saturday, wounding six of them. After the shooting, he drove in front of a war monument and made a fascist salute wearing what looked like an Italian flag. Now, that man in question reportedly called Salvini his captain and was one of the league's candidates for a local election last year, which is awful. Although it should be noted that in that election, he received no votes. Which means not only did his family and friends not vote for him, he didn't even vote for himself. So in the midst of economic uncertainty, fake news and race baiting, it is clear that what Italy needs is someone to step up and lead them out of trouble. I'm talking about a, a bold new voice, a fresh leader of tomorrow. So please, show us Italy, who shall be your knight in shining armor? Forza Italia, forza di libertà. Many thought he was politically finished, done. But Silvio Berlusconi, Italy's four-time prime minister, is making a comeback. Oh, it's true, he's back. Silvio Berlusconi, sorry, that's HPV. Uh, <laughs> Silvio Berlusconi, sorry, that's just a condom filled with marinara sauce. Uh, Silvio Berlusconi has returned. And the most recent polls actually had his coalition in the lead. 
So if Italy is seriously considering taking Berlusconi back, it is worth the rest of us brushing up on him, because he is one of history's most ludicrous humans. His ego is legendary. He once claimed, my greatness is without question, my human substance, my history, other people dream to have. And in the years that Berlusconi was in power, he built a quasi-cult of personality around himself, perhaps best exemplified by this campaign song from 2008. That has to literally be Silvio Berlusconi's fantasy. A world where he's apparently the only man left on earth and every woman sings about him whilst fondling produce. <laughs> now, obviously, what most people know about Berlusconi can be summed up in two words. The word bunga, twice. He famously hosted sex parties which allegedly featured scores of orgies and female guests dressed up as nuns, nurses and even Barack Obama, which is both deeply weird and somehow deeply progressive. <laughs> Silvio Berlusconi would like to explore a mixed-race quasi-homosexual experience. Good on you, pig monster! But, but that is just the beginning. He owns a stake in TV channels, some of which have broadcast shows that have been criticised for their coarse content, including literally treating women like pieces of meat. But that's not all. He also owned a football team called AC Milan, but couldn't even talk to their players without getting weird. When are you going to introduce me to your wife? Just to see her. I'm old. I can't do it anymore. But because everyone says she is the prettiest one. Oh, what a terrific boss! We're having fun, aren't we, paid subordinates? We do have fun! And, look, the fact that Berlusconi is an irrepressible horn dog is funny, but it's worth remembering those bunga bunga parties allegedly featured a 17-year-old girl who Berlusconi paid for sex, and when the whole scandal broke, his response was less than charming. Da sempre io conduco una attività ininterrotta di lavoro. I have always worked with no interruption. And if it sometimes happens to me to see the face of a beautiful girl, I say better to like girls than to be gay. That's a terrible thing to say, and it's not even connected to the terrible thing you're being accused of. He's basically Bernie Madoff saying, hey, better to be a complete crook than to be Puerto Rican. How did you just make this worse? And on the world stage, Berlusconi's diplomacy left a lot to be desired. He joked more than once that President Obama was tanned and allegedly made a comment about Angela Merkel that was so controversial he was confronted about it in an interview that was spectacularly awkward. I have never, in 20 years of politics, insulted anybody, ever. Oh, please. Please, Silvio, your words say no, but your face, silence and history of human interaction say, see, see. And there you have it, folks, our guest spot of the week with British comedian John Oliver, a very funny guy, especially when it comes to political humor. You can catch his show on HBO, uh, you know, and I guess when it comes to Italian political humor, you know, it, it's like it, it's built in subject matter, okay? So you think we got it bad here in America? Just think if we were in Italy trying to sort our way through all of those Hilarious and absurd political moments. We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors with more West Coast Italian radio. Don't go away. 
Can I think about Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land in Austin with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. I'd never built a still before, so I did some research and designed and built my own pot stills based on Prohibition-era bust photos I found in the library. I didn't know then that this was kind of the start of the American craft distilling movement right here in Austin, Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito's Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Wondering what's on next on Alternative Talk 1150? Check out 1150kknw.com. Okay, folks, we are back with West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian Radio Show. This is Tony Lestal, your host. And my beautiful co-host here, Marcia Caputo, has, of course, put together some great Italian, uh, well, a great Italian word for us today. Uh, and, you know, to start this out, we got to talk about why we chose this word. I mean, you know, we've been talking all program long about the ridiculous, uh, the r- ridiculousness of politics, politicians, the elections, all this stuff. Um, it, that's even more so in Italy, like it's 10 times worse there than it is in America, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they literally have a right. thing. If you can believe this, this was in political, uh, political magazine. Came out today, today, okay? They're talking about it, Italy's violence of the vote. I mean, literally, when you try to vote in Italy, you know, you take your life in your own hands a lot of times. I mean, they have people like, we're having shootouts in the streets, you know, not letting one, there, there, certain people get into the voting booths that they think are from the other party. Um, they have knife fights. They got stabbing if they think you didn't vote for the right person. So again, Americans, you think you've got a bad here? Try to vote in Italy. Uh, and so this is where we came up with our word. And what is that word of the day? Today we're going to talk about the word abbastanza. Abbastanza. Which like basically can means say what? Enough. You enough. Know, to be more or we can have a, a more thing. Like I would like more. You can use you can use that too. Or you can say non abbastanza is not enough. Make sense? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> So the interesting thing about this word, uh, as it relates to, uh, uh, I think, you know, our topic today, which is politics and election, elections, uh, God knows I've had enough. Have you had enough? Yeah. Everybody's oh, had enough. It, it just came out of my head. Look at that. Non, è, non abbiamo abbastanza, um, I say, politici. We don't yeah. have enough politicians. You know, in that too, exactly. we can use that way, you know, that's. We can help you to understand how to use abbastanza. All right. So uh, this word of the week, abbastanza, let's Ooh, talk a little one. bit before we get into it, where it came from. Okay. So um, it comes from basta. I mean, I remember like, you know, basta basically is like if someone's giving you um, uh, like food. wine. If they're giving you wine, wine, you say basta when you've had enough, you know, stuff like that. Um, if, you, if your grandmother might ask you, uh, I mangiato abbastanza, you know, you eat enough, you eat know, enough. my grandmother, she always says that to me. Always want you to eat more, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I mean, it's a, uh, it's a Italian word's been around for a while. Um, it can 
function in many, many different ways, you know, from positive to negatively. But let's talk about how we're going to use it today when it comes specifically to we've had enough politics. All right. Go on. So what's our first one? (coughs) Ne ho abbastanza di sentire dire diminuerò le tasse. Bisognerebbe tassare la frase. All right. Do it again. So, ne ho abbastanza di sentire dire diminuerò le tasse. Bisognerebbe tassare la frase. So, basically, I've had enough of people saying, I will lower your taxes. We should tax that promise. You know, yes. that's a good every, point. It is. They keep saying the same thing. If we had know? a dollar for every time a politician had said, uh-huh. I will lower your taxes... We'd be able to pay off the national debt probably twice, you know? That's right. <laughs> Especially in this state, okay? Uh-huh. No, All right. Let's do another one. Okay. Ne ho abbastanza per vedere se è genuino. All right, which is, I have, no, I have enough to see if it's genuine. Mm-hmm. They use a lot for the people, too. You know what I mean? If it's right, really, right. So. And that's, God knows the big thing, because right now people don't believe anything. You don't believe anything that comes out of the major media, you know, because they're no. all manipulated by the government. You, you believe nothing that comes out of politicians. I think mouths, all know? world with a politician, we are all the same boat. Exactly. That's what we are. It really and, cracks, it cracks me up too, because you see people that are the far right and they tell you, mm-hmm. my politician, he's right. like the only honest guy. And you see people right. on the far left, my politician, he's the only honest guy. Are you kidding me? These people yeah. are so disillusioned. All right. I know. Let's I know. go with the then, last one. This is no words of abbastanza, but it was so funny just to say it. <laughs> All right. All right. Quando muore un politico, molti partecipano al funerale solo per assicurarsi che venga sepolto veramente. All right. One more time. Quando muore un politico, molti partecipano al funerale solo per assicurarsi che venga sepolto veramente. Which basically so. means... When a politician dies, a lot of people participate in the funeral only to ensure that he goes and stays in the ground. <laughs> That's right. Amen. Amen. <laughs> well, there you go. That, and that is your Italian phrases of the a week as they relate to our subject, which is ridiculous politics mm-hmm. and elections. So now, you know, interestingly, uh, Marzia, I got a thing here this morning from, uh, my buddy Joe Jacobin, uh, and, uh, Joe does so much hmm. great work for the Italian, um, the whole Italian community here in the Northwest. Right. He keeps up both of the Italian newsletters, uh, that go out and he, uh, keeps on top of all of the events. So he, believe it or not, he sent me, we have a few events that are coming up. Um, now most of these are virtual events. I know there's a, a couple here. That are proposed, they're proposing that are non-virtual, but we don't know if that's going to happen or not. Okay. Right. So, you know, every year they have this, uh, the crab feast, right? The, uh, Grand right. Lodge of the Northwest has this great crab dinner. Uh, they're going to do this as a drive-through dinner this year on Saturday, March 6th. So I don't have any more details about that right now, but I'm sure if you go to the, their Facebook page or the website, for the Grand Lodge of the Northwest, that's for the Sons of Italy, Grand Lodge Northwest Sons of Italy, you can find out about their crab drive-through dinner for March 6th, where it's happening, and how you can be a part of it. So, okay? 
you can order and you just drive through and they give you the food to take with you. Right, exactly. Crap. That's exactly. what it is. Okay, very, got very it. good, yes. So hmm. now, this next one sounds like it's a live event. Since Saturday, March 27th, the uh, Bella Vita Lodge is mm -hmm. supposed to have a pie with a smile fundraiser. A pie with a smile fundraiser. I'm not quite sure what that means. That means like you throw a pie in someone's face and, you know, and get them to smile and you get everybody to They're smile. They're not going to take you there, Tony. I don't know, you know. But anyway, <laughs> it sounds like fun, but it does sound like it's a live event. I'm not saying anything indicating it's a virtual event, so I'm not sure okay. if that's true or not. If it's a live event, of course, question is whether it would go on or not. Um, right. You can contact Diane Stef uh, uh, Stefanini, uh, and she is at 360-669-9380. She'll give you more information. Okay, another okay. virtual event coming up, April 17th, Bellevue Lodge. Uh, my good friends, the Jacobins over there, they're going to do a virtual wine tasting. Ooh, exactly, how did they do that? Yeah, I, you know what? I think that, that everybody, like, opens their wine at home. You visit on on on, uh, on the internet, you know, over Zoom, while you're having a glass of wine, something like that, you know. There's some something like that that you can order. They send you the name, or they send you the little bottle. Oh yeah, yeah, name. yeah. So you can I drink the know, same one the wine. That's, that's a pretty good mm -hmm. idea. So I'm not sure how they're doing that, but definitely give them a, a, a call. The last one here is Saturday, April 24th. Now this is one that they had rescheduled a couple of times because of the pandemic. The Italian Club of Seattle is celebrating their centennial, you know, celebration, their hundred years of being in existence. Um, but, uh, again, it's, it's rescheduled right now for April 24th. Whether or not the state's going to be open by then, I have in the foggiest. Uh, we'll just kind of have to wait and see and we'll keep you, uh, praised of that as things go and, and things, uh, develop. Um, there's other things in the future. We're not going to get into those right now because we try to, only do the ones that are coming up in the immediate uh, months here, but there's a few more down the road. You know, this has been a lot of fun, Marcia. Um, I again, know. Um, we have our, 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 our new podcast we're going to be working on, folks. We decided we're going to release that on our anniversary date, which I think is the first show in March will be our sixth year broadcast anniversary. We're going to then, you know, start also then releasing our online podcast, which is the Italian radio show after hours, or um, what, what do we call it in Italy? Radio Italiano Lucerosa, right? Lucerosa, that's right. Okay. So, <laughs> and, and we decide how we're going to do this is we're going to talk about all the topics that we normally talk about in a regular show like we did today. But, of course, we talk about them much more frankly, much more uncensored, and we take out all the beeps. When you hear the interviews, we've got to beep things out because, of course, we don't have the FCC breathing. So you gotta expect what Tony will come out with, but I don't, don't know, worry, you know, I gotta have a, a, a ringtone just for you when to make you stop. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know, it's gonna be a lot of fun, so we'll keep you posted yes. that comes along. Thank, folks, thanks so much for tuning in today. God bless you all. We hope you have a great week, and we'll be back next week with a brand new show here on West Coast Italian Radio. A salute. Ciao a tutti. <laughs>